<laughs> See, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I really fancied him, and I kept saying, "Can I stay out for another beer?" I had work the next day, oh, and man. I didn't clock. I genuinely, I was a complete oh, oblivious idiot. Shall I find idiot. Wine, Kieran? Kieran, would you like another pint? Like, no, no, I've got work. Fine, we'll see you then. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to suck face? Guy Garvey there. That was him in the background while uh, Ella was telling the story of how they met. Um, this is the end of all things, and I'm Rob Cutforth. I'm recording this bit outside, uh, mainly because the interview itself was recorded inside, and uh, inside the Eagle in Salford. And um, it's quite—I don't know. It's—I do like the outside noise. I, I know I mentioned this in the last podcast. I'm also trying to cut down on the edits that I have to do in the intro and outro um, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, forcing myself outside in the cold will make me do this quicker and also because of the outdoor noise, it makes it more difficult to edit. So hopefully I will uh, do this in one or two goes, but I'm sure you will hear some edits. Uh, some, you'll hear some jittery... It's, do you know what? There's... I feel an edit coming on right now. It's my unfollow all the people who aren't following me back on Twitter day. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for that siren. I really can't edit now while that's going. Um, fuck me. Manchester, man. I forgot the bloody muff for this recorder, so you probably all you can hear is wind, which is a bit annoying. I'm sitting in the, uh, the newly built... Uh, I guess, courtyard in front of the Burley building of Manchester Metropolitan University. And around me, you've probably heard, magpies are deciding to have a massive fight. And there are people chatting. I'm in the middle of, uh, I guess this is Moss Side, is it? Which is supposed to be quite violent. Um, I don't see much violence at the moment, but I'll keep you posted i'm a bit depressed at the moment because of my facebook feed it's um i've been going on there you probably if you're friends with me on facebook you will probably have noticed i don't actually do much i don't know what it posting on it and uh, mainly because at the moment the syrian refugee crisis is making all my friends and family back home go really racist so i really have a hard time going on to Facebook at the moment and avoid it at all costs. Um, it does strike me as interesting that it seems like the more Christy a person is, the less receptive they are to accepting refugees. I don't understand how that works, but anyway, apparently if you you like the white god, the brown one's a bit of a problem. Um, religion, eh? What a waste of fucking time. I do think it's interesting that the Syrian refugee crisis is what's getting everybody all upset, getting people all up in arms um, when we've got bigger problems, namely the end of antibiotics. I, I, th- I just think it's hilarious. Like, what kind of fucked up world is this when, you know, people who are escaping violence, largely that we caused, are getting moaned about more than basically the death of all mankind, <laughs> which is coming. I'm turning 41 tomorrow 
which would be depressing if it wasn't such a nothing birthday. You can't even be depressed about turning 41. It just is so meaningless. And of course, because I'm, because I'm turning 41, I've just hurt my back, uh, not even doing anything cool. You know, when you're young, you hurt your back by doing a backflip. I just said back twice. That's stupid. By doing a 360 on a skateboard or something. I heard it by lifting a box of apples. A box of apples that, uh, from our allotment, yeah, that is, if that is not the most 41-year-old thing you could possibly say. It's not even a hipster allotment like they've got in Charlton where they grow, like, purple carrots and mace. No, our allotment is a very, is, is well and truly old person's allotment where, well, I've given up on it. My wife is now doing it. She's a glutton for punishment. She likes being told by old people what to, what she should and shouldn't do. The thing about old allotment people is they don't understand that they are retired somehow. I think they forgot that other people work for a living. You know, you let the odd weed grow and uh, they get all up in your face. And frankly, I got pretty fucking tired of that really quick. Not to mention the fact that it's more expensive to grow your own food than it is to buy it in the supermarket. So what is the fucking point? I guess I'm too young for an allotment, but old enough to moan about allotments. Um, in the podcast... Oh, fuck, i got to wait till this wind dies down for a sec. really wish I remembered that muff, because it's going to be really windy, isn't it? Fuck off, wind. In this podcast, I chat to the evidently lot about something I know very little about, um, namely poetry uh, they do a night in Salford where they actually record all their poets and put them on YouTube and then they put them in an anthology at the end of the year and publish that and then they talk to the poets on their own radio show in the podcast I'm talking to Ella and Kieran uh, who are two Salfordites is that the right term? Salfordite? Salfordonian? who knows? people from Salford who run the night and Jack Dixon who is not from Salford, um, but who actually got his start in poetry at this very night. Um, see if you... I don't actually introduce them, but uh, see if you can guess who's who. organizational stuff before it so setting the room up um, I do the video editing um, and the, filming. the filming basically she does everything right. done yeah. all the money yeah. 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 she does everything that makes it work I get on stage and be a gobshite for two hours and get all the credit for it pretty well, that's pretty good yeah, yeah that's pretty good works yeah. out better for one of us than it does the other <laughs> which one uh, definitely Kieran yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay I do it for the love not the yeah. recognition <laughs> Well, that's the question. Why do you do it? Okay, yeah. Um, and I, I'm not, that's, I don't mean that to be... Why? 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 We had a um, lot of that before we, we actually started the event. Did. A lot of people like, why are you bothering? Uh, there, there was a couple when we first started the event with why bother because everything's happening in London and that's probably the answer. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Um, there was... When I first started out in spoken word, there were... Nights like Freed Up and Poets Get Mashed and Hush and Bang Said the Gun Manchester, who were really entertaining, inclusive nights. And when they all folded, there was a massive vacuum for ages of... I mean, bad language was always amazing live literature night, but for just exclusively poetry nights, 
they were all very niche. Um, and they're not the kind of places where I'd take people who weren't into spoken word to go as an introduction. So the reason that we do this is it's a night of entertainment. It is yeah. a night of spoken word, but also it's inclusive. It's for everybody. You can yeah. turn up not knowing anything and leave having a good time. Okay, that's what on your. I mean, I know everything that's on your website basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, you say that it's more accessible than I think so. Yeah. It's what all the poetry is about. Farts and X Factor. Exactly, it is all about <laughs> dick jokes mostly. Um, no, but there's a, there's an element of um, we keep it nice and snappy, so we have a ten minute act, and then we na- we take a break, so everyone gets to sort of digest it and go away, think, oh, that was very nice. And then we have the open mic, and I think what really kind of makes us stand out a little bit is that our open mic is very short and very snappy. Right. You're given two to three minutes, and one poem. That's that's it. Oh, so brilliant. lots of people get on. And even if you don't like the first three artists, let's say, you know, there's there's a whole host more which which you could enjoy. And then we have our twenty minute act, which is always of a really high quality and really enjoyable. Um, so yeah. I think that that's why you know, I think that's what we mean by accessible. Yeah. There's nothing gonna kind of drag on for too long, and we like try and keep everyone sticking. Like so, time. yeah. It, I think particularly with the open mic, we get really lucky with the people we get. Mm. It's very varied, your open mic as yeah. well. Yeah. Because yeah. you, have, you have regulars and you have quality regulars because of the scene. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a strong scene, um, which you've in part strengthened. Yeah. But you also get people travelling from all over the country. Yes. yes. So, you, you know, you, you're going to get people that are big hitters from wherever you have Bristol and people travelling from Swindon, Swindon yeah, Exeter, all over the show. Yeah. Uh, Ireland. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. you, I understand that your first shot at poetry was done here. It was indeed. Not well, not in this very room, sadly. Yeah. That would have been a nice little segue. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, at the, at the first home, evidently, which was just down the road. But, right. Uh, what is it? The Black Lion or yeah. something? Yeah. Right, yeah. okay. John Peter Clark thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that... So how was that? Your first one? Um, terrifying. Yeah, massively terrifying. Like, yeah. um, well, I kind of got into it because... I'd seen Kieran, like, we, we all had the same local when I was, I was living up um, in a different part of, of Salford, the, yeah. the Star Inn, and, like, I saw Kieran doing poetry, and I was like, that's awesome, I'd like to have a go at that, and I was drunk one night, and they were like, we're going to start a, a, a poetry night, and there's going to be an open mic, and I was like, I can do that, <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a poem, and I did write a poem, but I did do it, and I was hooked, it was, right. it was, it was very scary, like, I just remember kind of, like, Shaking a lot with a bit of paper, yeah, and it just everything kind of went white, and then I'd just done it, yeah, and it was fine. Like, uh, did you get any uh, advice before going on? Yeah, well, we must have spoken about it a lot, but the thing is, about when you talk about stuff in the pub, yeah, you're often drunk, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember it, <laughs> no, you, Jack. me, Drag. yeah, but, um, I've had a lot of, of influence and a lot of uh, encouragement, I, ever yeah, since. Really. I think yeah. the main advice that I that I've gotten from doing this podcast is uh, read slower. And if you think you're reading too yeah. slow, that's probably still not slow enough. Is that the same? With that? And that's more kind of in the prose when you're doing, I think, prose on stage. you think it's kind of the same with poetry? Not with me, no. No, you're I, quite I frenetic. Talk, I'm very, very quick. Yeah. Um, but so there's probably a lot more style, I guess, with a poet. You I probably have your own style. Well, that's, it's not, exactly, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, when I started doing it, the first time I did, because I'd seen Kieran doing it, mm-hmm. um, I was, I was trying to be like, trying to do that. I was trying to yeah. imitate that or emulate or whatever. And um, I was like, oh, go slow, go slow. And people still tell me, you know, go slow. I think you've got to find your 
Your voice. Your voice, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the reason that I'm so quick and punchy with what I do is because I didn't start off doing poetry nights or literature nights. I started off doing cabaret nights and pub gigs and band gigs where if you're a poet, you've got no accompaniment, gotcha. you've got to grab them. And you got to grab them quick and not let go. So yeah. it was everything was really fast and everything yeah. was pithy and funny. And yeah. If so you're probably, heckled, you're, yeah, you're probably battling stand-ups, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's not my idea of fun. <laughs> it's not terrifying. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I love a rowdy pub. I love getting yeah. people to show up. Yeah. It's great, yeah. Brilliant. Yes, I think that's another thing that differs probably with poets more than kind of like novelists or short story writers in that novelists and short story writers I find are quite quiet, busy people, you know, going on stage. They do that as a necessary evil, whereas with poetry it's part of the game really. You can't yeah. really, you cannot be a poetry po poet without performing your work because that's probably just as important as writing it down. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's meant to be spoken aloud. I mean, there's some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful page poets and there are people who write beautiful work but they've not got the performance chops yet mm -hmm. and maybe they're not used to it, maybe they just don't enjoy performing so, but it's, yeah, it's got to be, you, when, you, when you get up on stage, for me, it's always been the second you start up on stage, you're an entertainer first, you've got the audience mm -hmm. and you've got to look after them. Yeah. yeah. There, but there are different camps like within the, yeah, there, oh, people, yeah. there are people that don't, like, they see the performance thing as maybe a bit of uh, detracting from what you're trying to say maybe mm -hmm. sometimes there are performers that are really really showy mm -hmm. um still great poets but you know there's and then there's people that will just, just know, be like yeah like, like yeah yeah um i think there's a lot to be said for both like my personal preference is, is on the performance yeah poet. would you rely on it being would, on yourself being funny i suppose uh with me again going back to my background doing cabaret nights I would start off with something fast and funny and then later towards the end of the set you've earned the right, if you've got them to shut up, mm -hmm. you've got them to really listen, you earn the right to hit them with something else, something yeah. a bit more thoughtful, a little bit more heartfelt and then they're on board. If you start off with that, mm -hmm. it could almost hear them snort and completely dismiss it. Yeah, Whereas especially if, if they've had a few. If yeah. you hook them, yeah. <laughs> if you hook them then, yeah. then they're in and it's great. But that's only if you're doing a, a set. So yes. if you've only got a poem or two to grab an audience, then you have just got to be yourself. And, you know, maybe it's an exaggerated form of yourself, but, you know, it's your duty to get your words across to the audience yes. in a way that they find entertaining and you think does justice to the poem or the piece that you've, you've done. Yeah. yeah, That's my... And I think if, if it is an open mind where you've only got one poem, you do whatever the heck you want because people are going to be doing things all the way. And if you've got a really solid, heartfelt thing that you've you, that you've written be it political be it personal be mm -hmm. it heartbreaking or just touching go for it because mm -hmm. there's going to be so many different people on and maybe it's a nice break if, if everyone's doing fast frenetic yeah. stuff you'll really stand out so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think i i've not been to your night but a lot of the nights i've that i have been to it's a really supportive crowd i've not been to one where people are you know right entertain me fella yeah. let's yeah. see what you can do and i think especially when you tell them that it's their first time I think people kind of get excited about it, and you're in their corner. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think that's the first thing that I say to people who are thinking of giving it a go. Mm. It's not like a stand-up comedy night. Everyone's there to see you do well. No mm -hmm. one's waiting for you to fall so you can laugh at them. Um, or heckle. Or heckle, or any of that. Everyone wants you to do well, so relax and enjoy it. Yeah, mm -hmm. clapping people on, yeah. and like, all that stuff. But as well, I think people, the crowds are very sympathetic, because... the the majority of them are doing it themselves and they yeah. remember what it was like <laughs> yeah. starting out and, you know, 
being that mm-hmm. rabbit in the headlights. Or yeah. So what gets you? What gets a person into poetry? Because okay, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let me guess, you're going to say John Cooper Clark? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I hated poetry in school. Mm-hmm. Hated it. And my dad took me kicking and screaming to um, a punk revival night at the Bridgewater Hall when I was about 15. Yeah. And it was dire. You had Marquis Smith on, and he got booed off. And mm-hmm. Pete Shelley from the Buzzcocks got booed off, and Howard Devoto got booed off. And the the only person that didn't get booed off was this lanky streak of piss doing poetry in a Salford accent. It was like, oh, great. And everyone loved it, and it was really funny. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, that's a bit different. That's not what I was taught. And then after the gig, he came out into the fire. He must have spoke to everybody. Mm-hmm. It was just really, really friendly. And that was the, that was the moment the bug hit me. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I didn't start writing until years later. Um, but yeah, that was, that was the first time where I looked at poetry in a different way. Mm-hmm. See, for me, my dad always used to sing, um, like puts poems into song format. So he used to sing us to sleep when I was a kid. So I always had a vague interest, but it wasn't until I went out with Jack and then we met a guy called Monkey Poet Matt Panish. It was with you and Chris Lowe. We all, anyway, um, but yeah, we, we went out, met my uh, monkey poet, and then I finally sort of saw poetry as a sort of spoken word and mm. sort of life, yeah. and that was absolutely amazing. So mm. it's a nice, we all came, came back around together. Yeah. 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 So, what kind of, this is just to bring the down a bit, what is like the end game for a poet? Like, what is your, what is your ultimate win? Like, if you, obviously, reading poetry, is it even conceivable to do that for a living? Um, at the minute, it's wait for the older poets to retire because they, they get all the commissions. <laughs> no, um, it is. It's commissions. It's like what, what kind gigs. of commissions? Well, from libraries. Manchester United um, have commissioned people for poetry. Oh, right. Man United paid a poet ten grand for a poem. Brilliant. So yeah, you can make money out of it. Yeah. It's just you need to be a bit more known. Festivals. Yep. It's getting your name out there. Yeah. And it's a hustle. Absolutely, and mm. it's prison gigs and workshops, kids' workshops. Those, those are the money makers. Sorry, I mean, can I just stop you there? Prison gigs. Yeah, we know a lot of people that go into prisons and do style women's prison. Wow, all sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah. you ever done that? I've not done it yet. <laughs> no, I am. Gosh. I am itching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It could be a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and doing workshops. I mean, the, the, there's a few people who've been working in prisons, and it's. Also, people who have just recently been released, mm-hmm. who've been doing workshops with these people, and I think some of them might be coming to Evidently soon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really yeah. Somebody else started doing poetry in, in prison, and they're writing stuff, and it's really good. Yeah. Like, it's another life perspective. Their experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, you don't you don't get to hear that. Like, well, certainly not in a poetry form. Like, yeah. Know, pretty, in a way that like, someone's reflected and sort of really written it in a beautiful way. Exactly. I, mean, I think yeah. it's a really nice, interesting, diverse brand, if you like, or type of poetry that. That can and will be explored a lot further. Wow! Is yeah. there there must is, is there rules about what a person can say in a prison poem? I'd, I'd not clue. I would say no. I don't know if yeah. any wardens would say differently, yeah. but um, I'd say no. Huh? I guess yeah. it's, but, I mean, yeah. it's an artistic license, you know. You yeah. know what, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just say, you know, oh, you said that in the poem. Is that a, a yeah. confession? No. But yeah, the thing with poetry is, it, it, what excites me is when people take. A simple idea, or an idea that you know about, and, mm. but they, they spin it on its head and they say it in a completely different way to what you're expecting. They take you on a different journey than the one you thought you were going on. That, that's yeah. what I'm looking for from people. Yeah. I think it's one of my favourite things about your night is the fact that it's filmed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's... It's great in a couple of ways um, because it's, it doesn't 
when you're going on stage and doing something, you know, as soon as it's finished, that's lost yeah. usually. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what your unite stands out because of that. Well, we we didn't actually have the idea to film it before we started. The landlady at the the, the Black, Black Lion, Lion yeah. suggested. Oh, she knew that I did a, a filming course or a media course. She said, "You have a camera. Why don't you film it?" We're like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. I can't mm. believe we didn't think of it." And it's been really nice documenting some people's like like so Jack's valuable, journey yeah. and yeah. you know yeah. um, even if people don't want it going on YouTube they can still have the video to look at their own performance mm. so yeah. that you know Teach some people yeah exactly yeah. some yeah. people it's don't realize awesome. that they keep tugging their ear during performance mm -hmm. or or you know they don't realize how much they shuffle around and I think it is a really valuable tool and it's great for us because we get to track people as they go and you know it helps well, promote the night and but it's good for them for like from a kind of cv purpose as Absolutely. well isn't it? Well, it's, it's yeah. a symbiotic thing every time we post a video we're promoting the poet and every time that poet posts their video to promote themselves we're also promoting the night so yeah. it's it's kind of a, yeah. a joint thing that would would try i almost said parasitic that's not the right word. <laughs> symbiotic <laughs> yeah um, my favorite one trevor meaning oh god he's on was it fifteen thousand views yeah he, he's the train insane. one yeah, yeah. He, right. he was um he's, he's a poet from lancaster he's a brilliant brilliant guy and i think he posted it on a few things just to get it out there and then he's i, I just messaged him with uh, have you seen all your videos doing and he went no 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 no, no. yeah just, just log on and look at the comments <laughs> and there's about 150 comments mostly from America with like yeah. wow that's amazing man we've got a new star on YouTube <laughs> and, like, you know, and his, his views went up by like 2,000 views a day for ages and he was like what what, what is going on yeah. I don't understand <laughs> this world um, so yeah it's just absolutely phenomenal and, mm. and that sort of you know it's quite small but it's quite exciting at the same time when yeah. you see someone doing well another poet Big Charlie he was on the top 5 pick Guardian in the Guardian yeah last, last year yeah. and it was through our video there's quite a few of your videos on that little. There was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got quite cool. Quite a bit. They, yeah. ran a, um, they ran a little. What? It was a spoken word. They did a month of spoken word where people submitted their spoken word videos. Mm -hmm. And, Cosby and people could upvote them and things like that. So you had the more popular ones. And we had eight of the top ten. Yeah, we had eight of the top ten. And Big Charles, obviously, we just yeah. mentioned he his was featured in the top five highlights of the week on one of the <laughs> newsletters, and yeah, it was great, fantastic. Yeah. But it's, I, I think um, it probably gives people more impetus to film their own nights as well. Have, have you found that you people are other nights are now doing a lot? We modern. have, but then it's really good because then we get to check out other poets that might come to us and say, "Can I have a guest slot?" We can actually view their stuff before you know before we book them. Yeah. Would you say no if they're terrible? It depends. Well, <laughs> no, no, we always encourage people to come yeah. on down, but we might not give them a paid. Yeah. 20 minute slot paid you pay them yes yeah. you pay the poets yeah. uh, don't we, need the 20 minutes we pay the tw basically I, I think it's a big thing for me if you're charging into it because in, we charge three oh, pounds right. I didn't realise for me if we're charging in I think if you're getting a 20 minute guest to do 20 minutes of their work it's important that you give them something brilliant yeah. it's not the best paid gig in the world well it's better than zero it's which is what most of them are and plus we're getting people f we're now getting people from all over the country and indeed we've had uh, we've got in a couple of Americans came wow. last year and I come and they enjoyed it so much Flew they over are, specifically for it no, no, they, they came over for a UK <laughs> tour right yeah. okay yeah. they came over for a UK tour that's and messaged us but they they messaged us a few weeks ago and they're coming back and they had such a great time they want to do it again so yeah uh, we're getting Americans we've had a guy fly up from Exeter he was going to do the open mic mm -hmm. um, but um, we gave him a slot because you're flying up from Exeter yeah, um, gosh yeah it's, there's been a, it's been great yeah. absolutely great but yeah the, the big thing for me is if, you, if you're charging in 
You have to. You have to give the main guest, the, the, at least the main guest, your yeah. headline slot, something. Yeah. And something more than videos, though, because, um, you know, videos don't pay for train travel or, so, or accommodation yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So. I, I did a gig a, a few weeks ago, and it was pay what you want. I got a fiver. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two of your finest pints of lager, my <laughs> Two? Wow, where was that? I won't say. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other question is, why Salford? Why not? Why not? Yeah. Are you from? Are you? Oh, did you say you're both from Salford? We you're are. clearly not, I'm Jack. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you you are a Salford resident. Yeah, I'm yeah. an honorary. Honorary. Yeah. 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 yeah well, it's it, it's a big thing. I I'm I'm a Salford boy. I'm a Salford girl. You're a Salford girl, and yeah, Salford. That that's where yeah. that's where we want to do it. Mm. We've got another night in Manchester, but this this is the baby. Yeah. So there's a, is that one called Evidently as well? That's the Word Wall Slams, which is, because we were, after Evidently was quite successful, we were approached by the Three Minute Third mm-hmm. to do another spoken word night, but I didn't want to do just another open mic night. Mm-hmm. And Manchester, at the time, didn't have a regular monthly slam. So we thought, we can do that. Do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do that, we can do that. Right. Right. It's, uh, it's great. It is, it's final absolutely. Our out. final's in December, December the 1st. It's going to be, I can't Mental. even describe it. Yeah. People coming up from London to watch. Gosh, the caliber. Yeah, 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 it's <laughs> insane. So, it's who does the judging? In the heats, we pick people from the audience who aren't with poets and don't know poets. Right. Okay. Um, and it's really subjective, as all slams are. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had a few people because now we get a few regulars come back who like doing the judging, mm-hmm. and, and we, we know that they're fair. Right, yeah. firm but fair. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, you, you're, you're a judge. So now the, the judging levels kind of evened out a bit. Yeah. For the finals, we do get actual professional poets in mm. like to get doing a the judging. Variety of different styles from yeah. their judges as well. Right. So we cover all bases. Yeah. It's not just people who I find entertaining. We it's get yeah. A nice spread. So yeah, I can't wait. I'm it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. The other thing, you're a brewer during yeah. the day and a poet at night. Yeah. Can he I'd, get any more hipster? I know. <laughs> and he's a, I play math rock as well. <laughs> oh, my oh God. no. Probably never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do all that stuff. Yeah. I, that's, I, I was just going to say, that's basically the life that I would kind of love to have. <laughs> that's kind of my ideal life. I still don't really get why, uh, what, if you have, if, if you're going to be going to poetry, like I, I think with writing and stuff, you've got the dream of having something, you know, published massively. Where I, I don't think publishing is kind of is really a big deal for poets, is it as much? Um, less so specifically. Yeah. I think with poets, you only sell your books at gigs. Really, no yeah, one's going to yeah. go online and buy them. Yeah. Um, but if you smash it at a gig, you can make a fair bit. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the end, so the end game is, yeah, to be a full-time professional poet, do workshops for kids or in prisons in the day, yeah. do a gig at night, spend the festival season going from festival to festival, not being home for six months, yeah. come back again, eventually do a US tour, go to Australia, do a one-man show up at the Edinburgh Fringe, yeah. <laughs> take that around the world as well, you know, there's, there's, there's loads of things we can do. great, I want to see him He's for busy. two years, I can't wait. <laughs> no, yeah. Are you guys a couple? Yeah, yeah, we are. How does that work? It's really good for me because I get when to Matt blossom about. Yeah. Um, no, it's re- it's kind of like a, a stress release for me because evidently in Word War I can legitimately yell at him for three hours <laughs> right. and say you're late. You know this yeah. is going terribly. Do you up the crowd more? Um, <laughs> it's quite and, a good dynamic. I yeah, say. Um, but we, we do have a lot of you know. I think I'm the only heckler at evidently, you are and the only person heckler, yeah. I heckle is Kieran. And I think people have started to quite enjoy the little 
bounce off we have against each other. Bounce off? I'm ducking. All <laughs> <laughs> the chairs. That yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no it's it's really good to be fair, and it's really nice that we're able to discuss. Evidently, if if there's an issue that crops up, say mm. there's something that happens online, and we need to discuss it, mm-hmm. we can do it there and then if we're at home, or we can really kind of think about things and mull them over for a couple of days and talk to each other without having to worry about mm-hmm. kind of catching up. The, the, there are two reasons that it works. One, I'm a poet, so I'm thinking it from a performance point of view. Ella's not a poet, and she's looking at it completely from an audience point of view in the venue, so we're looking after all everybody who's in. Mm-hmm. At the same time, as us being a couple, we're not as polite with each other as we would be if we were just friends, so we're a lot more frank. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and we get things out, out there and out of the way, and it's done, and yeah. then we can focus on making the night better without pussyfooting around it. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there's been times... I'm sure there's been times... We've disagreed quite a bit. Yes, we have. <laughs> um, and generally, I've won, so... Yeah. <laughs> so do you do a lot of your own reading? Are you comparing mostly, then? Um, I... Well, it's funny. Um, for a while, I was just doing the compare. I mean, I started off doing gigs, 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 then started doing the comparing here, and the gigs dried up a bit because I was focusing purely on here. The past three months have been mental. I've barely been in the house. Um, I mean, last year was festival season. Mm -hmm. Not this year, not so much, but last year we went into a lot of festivals. Since September, I've been gigging all over. Uh, A lot of, a few bands now have approached me, so I'm going to be doing a few support gigs for bands and singer-songwriters which is interesting. Pretty valuable crossover that will be. That one, yeah, 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 I think if we, if, we, if I nail them ones, that'll yeah. be quite cool. And they're paid, so mm. I'm, I'm kind of happy with that. And yeah, yes. Yeah, when so, does that happen? So, or have you? Not, are you just still in negotiations? No, basically? no, no. We've got um, two in December. Two in December, the 11th and the 18th of December, and one more coming up in 2016. So far, the gigs to be determined. Mm. Do a fair bit for Amnesty International as well. Mm. Um, gigging with them for acoustic amnesty with Stephen Lindsay. So I'll do a few. Gigs there. Jack's going to be doing the next one in March. Right. And yeah. where's that going That's to going be? That's going to be the Sacred Trinity Church, just down the corner. Right. Salford. So you, yeah. forget it. Outside of Salford, forget it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, we, we do like Manchester, but we, we when we first started off, for some reason we had it in our heads that it had to be Salford. And technically we are in Salford. Mm-hmm. Like the Eagle, it's only a stone's throw from Victoria Station, <laughs> but technically it's Salford. And so the, kind, the name just kind of stuck and we'd already sort of bought the... Um, uh, website domain and things like that so mm-hmm. well yeah I, th- I think the, the, the gist it was what came first was the Black Lion said hey do you want to do a gig in? yeah sure and then it was like that was the place where John Cooper Clark cut his teeth so we called it Evidently after Evidently Chicken Town right. and now I've got the name we've got all that it's kind of like yeah we'll just stay in soft Mm. I think I think moving it to Manchester Brandy Strong yeah. but I think even if you did move to Manchester people wouldn't necessarily go Oh my god! Ooh, but what we can scandal. say is, we're, I think we're the only night that runs regularly in Salford. Definitely. So yeah. we can say that we're the only spoken word event in, in Salford, Salford. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is technically nice. true. So. Yeah, we'll start with an echoes. See how we do. Good luck, well, Jack. No, Good no, luck. No, 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 no. Is, it, um, where, is that where you live? Yeah, I live in Echoes. All yeah. right. Yeah. Um, moving swiftly on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What is your radio show all about? So we were approached, well, we, we kind of had a, we were in discussions with Fab Radio and we met up with the station manager and he was really keen. To, he, it's, Fab Radio is amazing. It's very diverse. It has a lot of different programs, but they didn't have a spoken word or, mm-hmm. or literature type um, show. So through Stephen Lindsay, who does the Amnesty International stuff, we were yeah. able to um, meet up with Paul Ripley, who does the radio show. 
Paul Ripley? Paul Ripley, yeah. yeah. He's the one that was station manager. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we met up with him and he was really keen to get us on, on the radio. So, yeah. we do an hour show on a Thursday, 8 till 9. Um, and we just have on um, a poet or, or a writer and we just sort of get to know them a bit better. We'll discuss any hot topics that week. We'll play a few tracks that the, the guest sort of choose. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to get an idea of what inspires them, what they like. Uh, we normally get them to read a piece or two. And it's yeah. just it's just a way of introducing... This is really annoying, because it's like putting mine to shame. No, no, it's, no it's really not. <laughs> I'm so unprofessional. Halfway through, I'll be like, I've forgotten everything that I've ever yeah. written. <laughs> and the next song on is... Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. That's only happened before times, okay? Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a really nice way to introduce us to other poets or yeah. writers and yeah. get a general scope of how the scene's going. Um, we also get to put it on Mixcloud so people can use it to kind of promote their own work afterwards as yeah. well. Yeah, if um, you want to. And we can edit bits out if they only want their, their poems. There's a yeah. brilliant site called McGuffin, which I think sometimes yeah. use a couple of our um, spoken word pieces and stuff. Yeah. But we have loads of really nice people. It's good fun like, to be on as well. Because yeah. 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 we are very relaxed. Relaxed it's to the point of inebriation. Right. It, it's, a, yeah, yeah. it's a conversation in a room with two Muppets, basically, yeah. Right. yeah. That sounds good. It really is. <laughs> what, it, when you say radio, is it broadcast live? Yeah. Yes, it's right. online. So online. Fab, fabradiointernational.com. Um, but yeah, nice. it, it's, it's live online. It was really fun because we've been guests on there a couple of times, haven't we? Like three or four times. Yeah. They had us on as guests on different shows. And then we met, uh, went to meet Paul the station manager and I yeah. thought I had this big pitch ready yeah, for yeah. why they should have a spoken word show on I the radio I practically designed a powerpoint for him pretty much <laughs> sat down got my coffee like, so right yeah. so what is it you want to do well we want to do an hour long spoken word show you know just chatting have the music from the people that, the, that we have on as guests yeah. and it went great Thursday's okay for you and like Oh, do, you want, do you know what I hear? Hang on, I think you'll find. I put some more time into this. <laughs> um, but he's absolutely amazing. He's, he's fully supportive of yeah. what we do, and yeah. it's just really nice. Again, I think we've been really lucky with all our ventures, both radio, word war, and evidently that we've worked with people that want to work with us, as opposed to using us for our, for their own gains. Yeah. it's a partnership as opposed to. There was to, yeah. when when banks had the gun Manchester folded. We were looking at other venues, but we could at that time we couldn't find a venue to work with us. It was always, yeah, great, uh, you can have this room, but we want eight hundred quid behind the bar a night, or you're getting charged for it. It's like, right. yeah, great, poets drink a lot, yeah, but you're, you're optimistic there, mate. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, where is this? Like, is so they have a number of different. It's like it's kind of like what like in uh, they incorporate a load of different radio shows. So yeah, yeah um... it's evidently. You said it Thursdays eight till nine, but they've yeah. got they've got shows on everything. They've got some music shows, and they, some of them focus on independent Manchester music. Right. So you got the Debt Record show on Monday nights. That's a very good show. Uh, you also have things like um, car mechanic shows. I think you've got a wrestling <laughs> show. Got a wrestling show. Got, yeah. like, wrestling show. Just a yeah. uh, bookworm, which is mainly on literature and, and publishing. I a believe. guy doing conspiracy theories. A guy doing mm. conspiracy theories. It's, <laughs> just, um, it's, it's a oh, really God. nice platform to uh, yeah. to work. Work on because you get to meet so many different interesting people, yeah. uh, particularly at the social meetups that we sometimes do as well. So. It's lovely, yeah. right? Cool. What have you got up, coming up, Jack? Other than evidently, or is, have you got any gigs? Um, no. All right, <laughs> fine. Forget that <laughs> then. Acoustic. Um, I got yeah. I got acoustic. I run an acoustic night. It's, it's not really a poetry night. So I'm mm-hmm. that. I am. I've, I've just done. Um, the album launch for a band, the Buffalo Brothers, mm-hmm. the Manchester funk band. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I fronted a nine-piece funk band in Spoken Word over one of their funk tunes, which was pretty, That's pretty cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Um, their albums just come out, and they're going to do um, like an album of B-sides and stuff with that, with like those of guest vocalists. So it's going to be singers. And that sounds... I think I'm the only poet on it, but... Um, yeah. Everyone should go out and buy it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's reason enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, not that much on the horizon for me. But you know, mm. that'll, that'll soon change, I'm yeah. sure, once this podcast goes out. Oh, yeah, out. man. Oh, that's right. Chomping is, at the bit. That's right. This is like, yeah, it's basically like being on the BBC, on BBC that One. Thing, yeah. 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 Just, it's been banging wrong, your door yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you are in the anthology. I'm in the anthology. I'm in the anthology. Oh yeah, second time, second year in a row. Second year in a row. Is it? Oh, that was a high five. <laughs> <laughs> they know it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it like an anthology, like a printed anthology of, of work, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, so, is there, so you've basically mastered all media then. Basically, basically yeah. We we um, everyone who performs for us within the year, yeah. we put it in an anthology, and then so it's our second year. So it's our second anthology. We've got sixty poets in the most recent one. It looks really good as well. I yeah. say that because yeah, I designed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really all I need. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. No problem at all. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hi, me again. Still out here, freezing my nuts off. Yeah, you'll notice that that talk was uh, a, was shorter than usual. Um, that's mainly because I didn't really have a lot of questions because I know very little about poetry um, I think I've got a better idea of why people get into it now when before I had zero I just thought poets were broke people that wrote stuff down um, but now I see that there actually is a sort of end game there you can actually whether you can make a living doing it or not but you can definitely make some money I really thought the prison angle was quite cool after I finished talking to them, the, I needed the photo taken that you see on the website and on the podcast. And um, I asked someone at the table next door, it, let's be honest, it was Guy Garvey was sitting at the next table. And I wasn't going to ask him just because you feel like a knob asking the famous person. So I asked someone else at his table and she just looked at me like I'd shit right on her face. So, and Guy picked up on that and just said, right, I'll take it. Grabbed the camera and took the photo. And it's usually I make quite a big effort to make sure that the photo is in focus and it's got an interesting enough background and stuff. But as you see, it's not the best photo ever, but fuck it, Guy Garvey took it. So it's, you know, blame him. You know, he can't do everything well. Um, if you want to go see that grand final slam night they were talking about, it's at the Three Minute Theatre on December 1st. Uh, I'm going to be there and you should too. So my hands are quite cold, so I'm going to go in. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to be on this podcast, shoot me an email or tweet me, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.